Welcome to Meraki Mentors, a podcast featuring women who create. We interview creatives from every field and around the globe to discuss art, risk-taking, and what it means to live a creative life. Here's your host, Candace Howes. All right, welcome back to Meraki Mentors. This is your host, Candace Howes, and I am delighted to introduce our guest today. We're going to be speaking to Kimberly Sumter, who is here to share her experience as a creative, as well as the art of candle making, which I'm really excited to learn more about um, and is a completely new arena for us here on the show. So first of all, Kimberly, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much, Candice. I'm really excited uh, to have an opportunity to talk to you. And I absolutely love your show. Just wanted to let you know that. Thank you. That makes me so happy. It's um, it's definitely a joy to put together. So it's always exciting to, um, to hear that people are enjoying listening to it as well. Um, so I'm going to give you, as I always do, kind of like a minute or so um, to just kind of hop in your soapbox and formally introduce yourself. Um, to the audience. Okay. Well, I am uh, Kimberly Sumter. I am living in Jersey City, New Jersey. Um, I am a small business instructor. I am a candle maker, which I absolutely love. And I'm also a podcaster as well. I love working with people. Um, and I think that is what I am called to do is is teaching actually is one of my very favorite things. So whether it's teaching through entrepreneurship um, in a small business academy that I work with locally here in my city in Jersey City, or if it is teaching in the form of candle making and conducting candle making classes, I absolutely love that. And I've also now kind of moved over a little bit to even teaching a little bit, um, some podcasting one-on-one tips to new and um, emerging podcasters or people that I know who are interested in being in that space. So I think teaching is one of the biggest things for me. And no matter what I'm doing, teaching has some, there's some form or, or part of teaching that has to come to play for me. I love it so much sharing my knowledge and information with people. That's fantastic. Um, and I love that as well, because I think so much of um you know, being a creative person in any way is being the ability to learn and to, you know, draw from your environment. And so it's really awesome that um, you're so committed to teaching and teaching, in, you know, the areas that you um, have experience. I think that's fantastic. Thank you. Um, so we have to start with the most obvious question, which is how did you get introduced to candle making? So I am a candle lover. And for years and years and years, I've loved candles. I love everything about them. I love the ambiance that it creates. I love uh, the scent of a candle. Um, and that's where I think it really began, just really having a true love for the, for, for the candles themselves. Um, but years ago, probably about 10 years ago, Um, There was a young lady when I was living in Dallas who was coming to my job and she was selling candles and um, 
they were just beautiful. I loved them. And I was purchasing from her quite often. Um, and then she kind of dropped off the face of the earth where I couldn't find her anymore. So I am a very crafty and creative person. And I just decided one day just to go ahead and just buy a small candle making kit uh, for myself so that I can have them when I wanted them. And just, you know, more so that was really what it was about. Um, and when I got the candle making kit and I made my first candle, it really was the most therapeutic experience I could ever. I, mean, I, I just can't even explain to you how it felt. And I think it was from the beginning to the end of actually mixing the ingredients and um, creating something and actually watching something from beginning to end turn in to a candle from wax and a wick and all of that in the fragrance. And it was really interesting to me. Um, and then from there, um, it just, it kind of stuck, to be honest with you. It became more of not just creating the candles for me to have for myself or for me to burn for myself, but the process was something that was so beautiful to me something that I really enjoyed. And it was something that was very calming to me. And that was really got, that's what really got me kind of hooked uh, to um, the candle making itself. That's so interesting to me. And, and I'll go off on the side for a second here. I know um, when I was younger, like my family had candles every so often, but it wasn't like a huge thing. And a couple of years ago, a friend got me a candle for Christmas and I just like fell in love with them and that there's so many different scents. So I totally um, kind of empathize with that, um, that experience, but I would love to know what it is about the process that really inspired you because I know for me and probably most people listening, I have no idea how a candle is made. So I would love to hear about that. You know, it's really funny because the actual process is pretty easy. So um, I create soy-based candles. Um, back then, I was using paraffin um, candles, um, but now I'm making soy-based candles. And what's really beautiful about the process um, is that it is just really for me, just melting down the wax and adding the scent uh, is the part that I love the most because I really like to be able to customize candles. There, There's a certain type of scent that I like. I like a candle that smells like a candle that's really strong. So mm -hmm. I like to be able to customize the amount of scent that I'm putting in, in a candle. And for me to be able to take um, just the wax, the fragrance, um, you know, there's a certain temperature that you have to heat the wax at. There's a certain temperature um, and time that you need to put um, the, the scent into. It felt like almost like a science project almost. And, um, you know, that part of it is really quick and it's really simple, but pouring it into a, a vessel that is something that's really beautiful, that's, um, you know, aesthetically pleasing to you and letting that, um, that candle actually cure and dry and just seeing that it forms, it comes from liquid to the form of something solid. And then it gives off this beautiful scent, even when you don't burn it. I think all of that to me was just so, so interesting to me. And 
And that's why I really began to really appreciate the process because sometimes we see things in the very end. Um, someone can cook you a beautiful meal, but you don't see the love and you don't see um, what goes into making that meal. And I think mm-hmm. with a candle, as simple as it is, the beauty of it is that a candle represents so many parts of our life. Um, you know, your first birthday, you're blowing out a candle, right? Um, mm-hmm. You get your first apartment, you want to light a candle so it smells really nice. You're at a romantic dinner, you have, a, you know, a candlelight dinner with someone that you love. When someone passes away, they burn candles in remembrance of that person. So mm-hmm. it just is, you know, I started to really look at candles um, themselves as something that was more than just what people typically think of when they think of a candle. And I think having that appreciation is what makes me appreciate every part of creating it and putting it together. I love that. And I love how your own experience with making them and uh, consuming candles personally really help you to see outside of the box, right? And gain this new perspective. I think that's what's always so inspiring to me when I talk to someone who is engaged in any type of arts or crafts um, is that they just see the world so differently and they just really expand your, um, your appreciation and your perspective on life. So I just, I love that whole idea of that candle representing different aspects of our, of our journey. Thank you. Thank you. And you know, it's funny because most of my friends think I'm a little crazy. They're like, Kim, it's just a candle. I'm like, no, it's not just a candle. It's more than just a candle. So everyone knows that it's more than just a candle. I'm educating them. And I think that's where, you know, as funny as it is, um, I think that is why, or part of the reason why I wanted to create um, a space for candle making workshops, Mm -hmm. because I wanted to share the feeling that I get with other people. Now, no one, you know, I mean, I can have a workshop. The people that are sitting there may not necessarily have the feeling that I have when they're creating it, Mm -hmm. but it's really funny that they quite often do. And, you know, as they're making it and, and the whole purpose of making the candle, because you can purchase a candle off the shelf, but the whole purpose of, creating candles and having a space where people can, people can come and um, learn about the process of candle making is because it really serves as a very calming experience. And we're living in a space and in a world now where there is not a lot of calmness around us. So even for a couple of hours, if you can just sit down and just for that purpose, um, network with other people and have conversations and, you know, learn something new and then be a part of a process of something that just kind of makes you feel good. And I think when people smell a scent that triggers them in a way that makes them feel good, um, you know, that's a really important thing. So those are the kinds of things that I try to bring out in the workshops um, that I do. And that's why it is so important for me to share that uh, with other people. Definitely. I could see it um, being a very therapeutic process for people, especially just the whole idea that scent is so um, closely tied to our memory and that, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times we can smell something or think of a certain scent and, you know, instantly kind of be transferred back to this time in our lives. So I'm sure that that's a very um, 
peaceful as well as just kind of therapeutic process for um, those who are attending your workshops. You know, and that is the thing, too, that a lot of people are, are pretty surprised at the feeling um, and the overall uh, feeling that they get after they have participated in a workshop with me. A lot of times, a lot of the women, mostly, you know, the large majority of the people that come um, are women. Um, and they look at it as like a girl's night out kind of event, something different to do. Um, mm -hmm. So they're not really expecting, I don't think, uh, what they're ultimately getting out of the workshop until they're actually done with it. And mm -hmm. it just gives, you know, them a whole new appreciation for it. And I've had um, quite a few people who want to take it a little bit further and really learn the art of candle making um, to try to do it for themselves beyond being in the classes, which is something that I love a lot. That's fantastic. Um thinking about kind of just all of these different um, experiences that are attached to the candle, do you have um, like specific experiences that inspire you when you're making a candle or is it more just kind of like an exploration of scents and the art of it? What kind of is in your mind? So now um, there are uh, two things. One, because I actually do have a physical space. Um, I am in a creative space with two other creative entrepreneurs. I'm actually making candles and putting them into a brick and mortar space. Okay. Um, but I also uh, do more than just scented candles. I do customization with candles as well. Um, so there is a type of candle and I'll have to send you some pictures, uh, but there's a type of candle that I've, uh, that I actually created, um, that I stopped creating and I'll tell you why. Um, but I was creating customized candles where I can actually embed images under the wax. Wow. And I was creating those candles, um, uh, for memorials and for weddings and for birthdays, um, and all of that. And, um, you know, that was another aspect of candle making for me. The other part was creating customized candle favors. Um, so those are the things that I really love to do. But going back to the, um, the candles with the images, um, you know, it's really, um, it's really odd to me, I think, or not odd, but it became something that I wasn't enjoying mm -hmm. with that particular part of, I guess you can say my business in, um, in the candle making side or in that part of my business. And it was because when I was creating memorial candles, I had to really look at what I was creating. It wasn't about business. It was something that I could not detach myself from. Mm -hmm. um, and, and seeing images of people who were gone and, you know, dealing with families who um, wanted specific things put on those candles and the reason why they needed them and, you know, the urgency because, you know, of course, if someone passes away, you have to get things to them very quickly. Mm -hmm. And I think a part of that, as much as it, it felt good initially to be able to provide that type of service uh, within my business, it was something that was a little bit depleting for me. And it really made me sad. And um, a couple of months back, um, probably about four or five months ago, um, a childhood friend of mine uh, passed away mm. um, in her very early 50s. And 
creating those candles for her family was a very, very hard thing for me to do. And I could not separate myself from that. So I decided then um, that I would no longer create those candles, um, that I wanted to stay on the side of what made me feel good and what made me feel happy about what it is that I'm doing. So I do that now and just creating things that um, people love to buy. They come into the shop, they smell them, they like them, they buy them. Um, Or for people who want to have something customized for an event, uh, you know, and that makes them happy. And that makes me happy being able to provide that type of service. So now I'm also creating that and combining that actually with my podcasting as well. That is fantastic. And so you mentioned several things that kind of um, spark a few questions for me. Your, your experience is one that so many of us, I think, as creatives often run into is um, having a service, having a, a skill that is very much needed in society, but at the same time may not always be you know, the best for us to, um, you know, to do at that time, would you say it was easy for you to make that decision? Um, You know, was part of you saying like, hey, this is good for my business? You know, what advice would you give to someone who's kind of in a similar situation and they're feeling like they should move on to something else? I think that if that's the way that you feel, that's exactly what you should do. You should move on. If If what you're doing isn't serving a purpose of either bringing you happiness or peace, I think then it's time to move on from that. And I I don't feel that um, the business part of it was not that important to me. Um, Whether or not anyone gave me a dime for my candles, I love candle making so much. I love everything about what it is that I do that, um, I would do it for free. Um, so for that, you know, I, I really try to choose and select things in all aspects of my life, whether it's in my business or relationships or, um, you know, a working environment or whatever it is, you know, I try to create the environment that ultimately makes me happy. Um, it makes me feel at ease and settled Mm -hmm. and at peace. So it was not an easy thing to have to do, but it was definitely an easy thing or an easy decision for me to make um, with creating, uh, you know, the last set of candles that I created. It was a very easy no brainer thing for me um, after I fulfilled um, that particular obligation. And I think that is a really great lesson to learn to, you know, really follow those things that your feeling and being comfortable um, in those decisions. Now, I know that you mentioned that you have a workspace and that you share it with two other artists. So what have you, I'm sure you probably may not have started there, but what do you like about um, that current setup? So I have been working with these ladies uh, together. We've been together for about three years now. Um, I love the support system that I have in working with two other entrepreneurs, creative entrepreneurs in particular. Um, You know, we're, we're very uh, bonded. Um, We each have our own 
uh, specific things that we do. You know, I'm the candle maker. Um, there is someone who makes body products in the space, all natural body products. And then there is a soap maker. Um, so it's it serves for a lot of fun. You know, there are lots of things that we can share. There's lots of knowledge that we can share. Um, and we kind of understand each other's language, even though we're doing something a little bit different. But we, we pretty much are very bound by um, the creativity part of what we do. Um, and we all uh, do or we all host uh, classes within our space um, for um, women uh, to come in and to be able to enjoy what it is that we do. Uh, we've also decided that it, maybe it might be a good idea if we combine our forces. And that was something that was uh, really, really great um, to do, to be able to do. And uh, we created an event uh, last year called At Ease. And it was a day of renewal and pampering and um, creativity. And uh, Jackie Bird, uh, from one of your past episodes was actually there creating yes. Um, a space. Yes. So it was a really beautiful day. So we had the guided meditation with Jackie. And then we had breakout sessions of workshops uh, with candle making and um, soap making and also making body products from natural products. And it was really, it was a really fun day. Um, and it really got women to be able to kind of break out of their shells a little bit and get creative. Um, so those are the mm -hmm. benefits of working with someone and sharing a space with someone. Um, and they also help me to, um, you know, we brainstorm, we get together, we, you know, one of us is really good at the social media piece. Another is good at, you know, the marketing piece. The other is good at, you know, whatever it else, whatever else it is. So, you know, we kind of piggyback off of each other with all of the strengths that we personally have or we individually have, and we help each other as a team within that space. It's something that's so inspiring to me is just, I feel like women's innate ability to be able to come together and create community and just encourage each other. That's always just so inspiring to me. Yes. Um, what, and I have to ask you this because now I'm really, really curious. What is your, or do you have a favorite scent? I do. I love vanilla. Vanilla, and it's so funny. There are people that love vanilla and there are people who don't love vanilla at all. So scent is a very, it's a very personal thing. It's a very personal thing. When I smell vanilla, I just like my senses wake up. I just absolutely love every part of and anything that has an undertone of a vanilla scent in it. I absolutely love. Oddly enough, um, lavender is of course uh, a, a, a big favorite for a lot of people. It's a soothing, mm -hmm. relaxing kind of scent. But when I smell lavender, I don't get that at all. Um, and it took me a long time to appreciate other types of scents. Um, other than the sweet smelling yeah. things that I tend to kind of be drawn to. Um, but that's another part of, um, you know, what I love is that I'm really experimenting and really beginning to appreciate um, other things um, and, and candle making in and of itself and, and testing different scents and, you know, smelling different things kind of opens my mind up a little bit uh, to a lot of um you know, so I'm not so much into a shell, 
when I initially started making candles, everything Candace was bakery scent. If it smelled like a cookie or a cake or a pie, I was all in. But I've matured that is right since up my then. Alley. So yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, love, love, love. So I've matured. I've matured. I'm actually one of my favorites. Actually, is a vanilla and lavender mixed. So I love uh, that scent together. Oh, that that sounds amazing. I um, I know I personally love lavender, so I think I would usually vanilla by itself is a little much for me, but I love vanilla with other things. So that sounds like it smells amazing. Mm-hmm. And the good thing too is that, you know, I can customize uh, what it is that you like. Um, I like being able to have the ability to have a stronger scented candle for one person or something that's a little bit on the lighter side for the other person. Um, you know, and it's funny because I find that a lot of people that I give candles to as gifts, they don't want to burn them. They want to save them. And I'm like, that's, you gotta, you can, you can, you can absolutely burn the candle. It's meant to be enjoyed. Burn the candle. Don't salvage yes. it. Burn it out. Come back to me. It's okay. But um, yeah, you know, it's, it's scent is a very, very personal thing. Um, and what it does and, and the memories, like you said uh, before, um, what the memories um, you may have and the things that it invokes, um, are very personal and very, and um, very strong things. So, you know, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I cannot let you go without um, getting somewhat technical because I know that we have people out here in the audience, myself included, and we love to burn candles or now hopefully some of you out there will start burning candles. Um, But what are some kind of essential tips that you would share Um, to make sure that we're getting the most out of our candles. Okay. So one of those tips would be is making sure that when you first purchase that candle, that you are trimming your wick. A lot of times um, uh, people get their candles and they'll burn them right away. You want to make sure that your wick is cut um, um, to about a quarter of an inch in height. Okay. Every time you blow out that candle and you let the top solidify, before you burn that candle again, you want to make sure that you're trimming the wick. So you want to do that each time before you burn. Have you ever seen, um, you know, that big black ball of stuff like on the top of your wick after you burned your candle? Right. So you don't want to burn that. You want to make sure that you're snipping that off. Um, before you burn the candle again. You also want to make sure that initially when you are burning your candle, you want to create what's called a memory burn. And what that means is that you want to burn the candle and make sure that the entire top of that candle is liquefied. If you don't do that, I'll give you an example of what might happen. So have you ever burned a candle You blew the candle out, you maybe burned it for about 30 minutes or so, you blew that candle out, and then you burn the candle the next day, and you get this tunneling effect where you have all this wax around the rim of the jar, right? So it kind of burns down, and you're you're missing all of this good wax that's not burning, and you're wondering why. And it's because you didn't create what's called a memory burn. You want to make sure that you burn it completely across the top where everything is liquefied. And then the next time that you burn that candle, it's not going to take you as long to get to that point where it'll liquefy all the way. 
Um, but initially you want to make sure that you're doing that because if you don't, that's what's going to cause that tunneling kind of effect. Also, if you're purchasing a candle where the wick might be a little bit too small, that'll also give you that effect as well. Um, so just and just make sure that you're trimming your wicks each time. Make sure that you're burning that candle to uh, liquefy it in the beginning, especially. And know that candle burning is uh, it's a commitment. You know, you want to commit to that. You want to make sure that you do that initially so that you can enjoy the life of the candle to its full extent. And then, of course, the tip that we all need is do not leave your home to scent up your house to make sure that when you come back, it's going to smell really good. That's a no-no. Make sure that you are keeping that candle in a space where you are in or relatively close to. I'm going to be honest, not a lot of people are always in the same room, but make sure that it is in a place that doesn't have a draft. You know, it's it's not next to uh, any curtains or anything that could be flammable. And just make sure that you check on it. And you don't want to burn a candle any more than about three to three and a half hours. That's going to be uh, about the maximum amount of time that you will want to burn your candles. Very, very good advice. Um, I, I love it. Um, so what is next on the horizon? Do you have any kind of exciting projects coming up or anything um, that you would like to share? Yeah, yes. So I am, as far as the candle making is concerned, I am uh, creating uh, more workshops locally where I am. Um, I have integrated my candle making into my podcasting, which um, I'm creating swag for other podcasters and for myself, um, you know, customized pieces uh, as giveaways. And that's been a lot of fun to do. Um, and I am, uh, you know, working um, on my podcast. Um, that's something that is uh, new and uh, something that I'm also loving a lot. I just recently left my nine to five in June and I made a decision that I wanted to do all the things um, as much as possible that I could do that really makes me happy and feel fulfilled. Um, and if it meant not having a really, really big paycheck and just making just enough, that was enough for me. So that's really what I'm embarking on right now is just really living a life um, that's a little bit different from the grind of the nine to five and just kind of living kind of like a creative life right now, a hundred percent. So that's where I am. And I love every bit of it. That is fantastic. That's something I always love to hear. So, all right. So we can head into our, um, lightning round, which is always so much fun for me as well as our guests. Okay. All right. So to start off, what is the last uh, book that you read? The last book that I read was Michelle Obama's Becoming, and I've read that book several times. Yes. I absolutely love it. Um, I love Michelle. <laughs> She's like my big sister in my head. <laughs> I love her. Um, it was such a beautiful read. It was such, um, she's such a beautiful reflection to me mm -hmm. um, of a woman. Uh, uh, 
a, just a woman in general. And I, I absolutely loved and, and just absorbed every single word that was in that book. Um, so that, yes. And I think it's going to be one of my favorite all time reads. Um, what is the last song or maybe artist that's kind of been stuck in your head or on your playlist? I am going to make you laugh when I say this and don't judge me. Okay. 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 So there is a song from Olivia Newton-John and, oh, what is this song? Oh, you have to believe we are magic. I love oh. that song. That is actually and a fantastic I- song. <laughs> It is such a beautiful, and you know what? I started listening to that song right before I walked away from my nine to five. Mm-hmm. I listened to that song and I, I kind of took it as almost, kind of almost my new theme, almost my new, that's my new theme song. And I just, it's something about it that is, um, it just makes me believe that anything is possible. Anything is possible to do um, you know, that it's all within me. And it's just so, it's so odd. I've always liked the song a lot, Mm -hmm. but now that I'm getting a little bit older, I'm actually listening to the words of the song and it's, it's really making me feel some kind of way. It's because I'm getting emotional and older. That's why, but (laughs) it's just really, I really take that song all in for everything that I think that it's supposed to be. So that definitely is my song. And I'm going to play it as soon as we get off too. As soon as we're done, I'm going to play the song. Um, okay, so last but not least, um, is there a a quote, a saying, something, a mantra that you kind of uh, remind yourself of whenever you need a push or a little motivation? I there is a quote that I love um, that is, "No person is your friend who." demands your silence or denies your right to grow. And I think that is so important. I think it is very important for us to surround ourselves with people who care for us, who love us, who want the best for us. And we're responsible for being the same for other people. And I think that it is very draining um, and it can be very draining if we're surrounding us ourselves with things um, that are opposite of that. So my friendships are very important to me. Um, my happiness and my peace are very important to me. Um, so I just want to uh, create spaces and uh, be around people who want the best for me. Absolutely. I second that wholeheartedly. Um Well, this has literally just been um, truly a joy and the highlight um, of my day. And I know that everyone um, will definitely want to know where they can contact you. Obviously, everyone, make sure that you buy a candle. So how can we get in touch with you? Sure. So you can visit my website. Uh, The website is waxcandy.com and that's K-A-N-D-Y, waxcandy with a K.com. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that at waxcandy. 
and um, you can find me there and just drop me a line. Let me know what you like. I love sending out candles for free a lot. So I'm just saying, ha ha ha. Um, you know, I just want everyone to enjoy them. I want everyone to um, um, take that little piece of heaven that um, a candle is and just enjoy it. So just reach out to me. I'll be more than happy to send you something. That's fantastic. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining us and for just sharing so much light with us. Um, it's truly appreciated. And I will definitely be checking out those candles myself. All right. Thank you, Candice. And now that I know what you love, I got you. I got you, girl. <laughs> awesome. You've been listening to Meraki Mentors Podcast with Candace Howes. We're honored you chose to spend your time with us today. To learn more about today's guest or the podcast, visit MerakiMentorsPodcast.com. Don't forget to create and connect.